Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2. I'm reading from the New King James Version. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. I'm going to take that again. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. And I like particularly how this verse for today or the verses for today, how, how they started. It talks about somebody dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. And if we're going to pause there a bit, it shows to us that the Most High God has a secret place. That God has a place that is a secret place, that is secluded, that is beyond what people can see that there is a public space for god and there is a secret place for god and that there is a place where people can see god on the outside as god and that is a general place where people can assess him but he says there's also a place called the secret place and it's secret because it's not open knowledge it's secret because it's not easily accessible it's secret because the access to that place is limited to specific numbers of people and so it's an invitation so to speak for us to seek more of god than what is available in the general knowledge of god it is an invitation for us to go beyond the knowledge of him that is generally available or generally acceptable to a knowledge of him that is hidden before the public. God Most High has a secret place. And look at what he says. It says he who discovers the secret place of the Lord. He says he who dwells there. Which is saying that the sacred place of God is not something you discover and then you go back so that you can tell people that you know where the secret place of God is. It says those who dwell in the secret place of God. God is saying that the journey to discovering a secret place is not worthwhile if all you want to do is just know where the secret place is. It says the journey to a secret place is worthwhile if your decision is that you're relocating from wherever you are to go and become a permanent resident or a citizen of God's secret place. Those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Those who live in the secret place of the Most High. Those who have made their homes in the secret place of the Most High. Those who have built their houses in the secret place of the Most High those who have laid their bed in the secret place of the most High, meaning no matter where they go to in the morning when they wake up and go out of their house when they want to come back to sleep they are coming back to sleep in the secret place of the most High, because that is where they live it is not where they visit occasionally it is not a tourist attraction site that they go to once in a year it is not a vacation 
that they go to maybe once in a lifetime. No, the secret place of the Most High is a place where they live. And God is saying that it is possible to live in a secret place. And he's saying again that the journey to the discovery of the secret place of the Most High will not be worthwhile except our determination for going there is to become a permanent resident of the place. And look at what he says. He says, when you leave, when my secret place or when God's secret place becomes your permanent residence, he says, you will abide under the shadow of the Most High. And I know you, I mean, when you think about it in normal English idiomatic expression, to live under the shadow of somebody is to say that you're living and no matter what you do, you won't be able to meet up to the performances or to the records that person has set and God is saying they shall abide under the shadow of the Most High they shall abide to abide means they will stay under the shadow of the Most High and I want to t- look at it from both the idiomatic expression and you know the literal reading the idiomatic expression is saying that you're going to be living under the shadow of God all right and it's very good to live under the shadow of God because whatever good deeds we have cannot be compared to the righteousness that God has imputed to us. All right, to live under the shadow of to live under the shadow of God is to understand that you can, you are not going to do anything beyond what God has already done for you. All right, when you say a man is living under the shadow of his father, it is to say that no matter what that man has done in the field that he has found himself, he can never match up to what his father has already done. No matter what we do, (laughs) we can never match up to the righteousness that God has imputed to us. Now, but in the literal sense, to live in the shadow of the Almighty is saying that the, the secret place of the Most High is so close to the Most High that when you are there, you are literally under a shadow. I don't know whether you've walked in the sun before, but in tropics here in Africa, there are days when it, it, it will start to rain, all right? It will start to rain. And you're on the street, you're walking, and rain starts. And when it starts raining, you need to look for a place to stay where you will be shielded from the rain and shielded from the rainstorm. And so where, where we live here, you have to run to a house that has enough shade or that has enough covering or that has a protection where you can stay under and you will run away from the rain in the same way when when it's when it's a dry season and it's very sunny and the sun can be scorching and you find yourself on the street you look for a house that is casting a shadow so that you can experience coolness where others are experiencing it the shadow of the most high makes you experience God regardless of what is going on around you. Those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High, because they live in the secret place of the Most High, they abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Regardless of where they find themselves, there is a personal presence of God that shields them from the reality of the climatic conditions that is surrounding them. And it's the reason why 
in verse 2, it comes with an exclamation. And the psalmist is saying, I will say of the Lord. The psalmist is saying, look, I'm already in the secret place of God. I'm experiencing his shadow. And this is what we are going to say of the Lord. We are not going to say anything else, but to say, ha, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. A refuge and my fortress. Protection and a place of stronghold. The place where I can launch attack. The place where no matter the attack that is launched against me, I will always be secure. And he says, he is my God. In him, I will trust. He says, when you drive your, your, your spiritual life or your life so much more that you know and you have become a permanent resident in the secret place of the Most High, what leaves you, what, what comes out of you is a continual confession of God as your refuge and fortress. And it's a continual confession that God is your God and that you trust in him. Just take a moment to think about all this. Is your knowledge of God a generally available knowledge? Or you have an intimate knowledge of God where you know his secret place? You know his secret place. (laughs) You know, you can have friends, you know, and, and you hang out with them. You know everything about them in the public. But your friend can have a secret place. They have a place they go to that no one else knows. And it takes a particular level of closeness to be able to identify that secret place. It takes a particular level of watering the relationship on building and cultivating that relationship before you identify the secret place of your friend. And God is saying, and when you identify the secret place of your friend, you just know it for knowledge's sake. But God is saying, no, that's not what I'm calling you to. When I show you my secret place, it is for you to dwell there and never to leave, never to go away from that place. So I'm going to leave you with just one question. I already asked it, but I want to ask it now again. Is your knowledge of God the generally acceptable knowledge or generally available knowledge? Or... Do you have a knowledge of God's secret place? I want you to really think about that. If you know God's secret place, are you dwelling there? Are you living there? Is that your permanent residence? Or do you find yourself one day you're close to God, the other day you don't know what you're doing? No, 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 no. no. You have to permanently dwell in the secret place of God. God has a secret place. And he's ready to show it to us so that we can become residents of his secret place. As you think about these questions and the things I have put forth today, let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brethren and myself. I pray, Lord, that we will become permanent residents of your secret place. That everything that distracts us, that makes us abandon your secret place to chase things that cannot secure or provide provide refuge for us. Lord, that you will help us to become more focused and become more deliberate and become more disciplined about abiding in your secret place. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed thank you so much for listening in today see you again tomorrow for another edition of the word of podcast god bless you